As a born-again believer, you have the DNA of Jesus. Be ready to be activated and launched into your identity as kings. Receive impartation to succeed in life. Recover your ordained sphere of influence. Receive strategies to unlock wealth building for your family and advance the kingdom on earth. Be initiated into the lost tribe of kings, rising to reign and rule alongside the King of Kings. Learn more about how you can connect with us by visiting our website, kingsandwealth.com. Again, our website is kingsandwealth.com. Now, know your purpose. Once you know your purpose, everything comes together. Everything comes together. Your purpose, like I said, is to build God's kingdom. It's to build God's kingdom. Your purpose is to be a blessing to your community. Your purpose is to transform your sphere of, your sphere of influence. And it's okay to, to, to want financial peace and freedom. It is okay. Deuteronomy 8, 18. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant. Now, he gives you the power to get wealth. Let me just, let me just be very specific here. He gives you the power to get wealth, not for you, but so that he will establish his covenant. So that he gets to keep his promise to your ancestor and to you. Let's make the main thing the main thing, okay? What is the main thing? It is about the kingdom of God. You and I, we're sitting here today, it's all about the kingdom of God. It's not about mammon. It's not about serving mammon. You know, we all know that in Matthew 6. It says, seek first the kingdom of God. You cannot serve God and mammon. Mammon's money. So keep the main thing, the main thing. Always remember that your purpose is about the kingdom of God. Once we prioritize God, he will reveal his plans, his abundance, his resource. It will help us accomplish our goals. Now, like I've mentioned before, everything that I do is self-financed. And later on, I'm going to pull out my guest. He has, he has that as well. We have the ability to finance our own ministry without relying on other people, without begging, cajoling, pleading, fundraising. Because we have tapped into something. Everything in church needs to be financed. Everything. But in order to do all of that work, you need to have, you need to have that source, you need to have that overflow, you need to have the abundance. And your purpose as kings, you are, you are kingdom funders. You are kingdom funders. Now, I wanna, I wanna point out something that's also new that the Lord showed me yesterday. He says, you know, I noticed that Paul always gave special mention to those who gave financially. 
He can't do what he's called unless there's money for it. Philipp in Philippians, he mentioned that the Philippians gave when others didn't, and he was very thankful about it. So I've got the verse there. You can go check it up yourself. And then there's Acts 16, Lydia Theatira, who gave him shelter. I'm sure was also like sponsoring him and taking care of his mission and all that kind of stuff financially. Now, I love it. This is just something like kind of a sidebar. It's not, you know, it's, I love it that, that Paul, it was, no, Paul made special mention of Lydia. And Lydia is like a common name, right? But guess what? She is a luxury textile merchant. She's a person of means. She's a person of influence. She's a woman. Really unusual for that time. She's a business person. She's definitely a king because guess what? She not only provided, but she managed to persuade everybody in her household to get baptized as well. Repurpose yourself. You are meant to be a blessing in your community. Be the successful team leader, employer, business owner, because I'm telling you, wealth is a weapon of influence and an agent of change. Wealth is a weapon of influence and an agent of change. I try to pull out a few things for you to just really latch on. You know, just this has got to be really inside of you. Wealth is a weapon of influence and an agent of change. Now, here I have, uh, these are from my old apartments that I sold. I did the remodeling business. Uh, the before and after, you can see some of the, the old apartments that we did. And uh, basically, the Lord told me to transform neighborhoods by doing remodeling business. And let me just show you another one. I would, I'm not sure if I can do that, but I'm going to try and see. Let's see. Is there a way that I can... Uh, guys, can I can I pull out a video from uh, from my my YouTube and then to show to show another an, 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 a, a small little clip? Is that possible? Huh? Sorry. Without sound. Without sound, really? Oh yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Can, um, is, uh, let me just pull that out. I'm gonna send. Send it to you. Wait a minute, I can do it here too. Can I can I try and do it here instead? I really w I want to pull out a new video to show everybody. Is that part? Let me just try this. I'm gonna just try something. Guys, be patient with me. I just want to try something new. Okay, this is kind of getting... 
Oh, there you go. So do I send to Vincent or do I send to, um, okay. Right. Uh, yeah, there you go. Okay, Vincent, did you get my video? Yes. I just want everybody to take in the amount of work that I have invested in transforming in a, a piece of property. That goes hand in hand with what the Lord has given me. Let me just read out. Let me just read out the, uh, yes, can you stream it for everybody, please? To hear the music, right? Thank you guys, thank you. So, coming back to me, that was, uh, I just wanted to show you guys, this, the, 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 uh, th this was exactly the apartment that I was telling you guys about. I was talking about that apartment that I sold and then I didn't get the square footage right. And I was talking about it in the early part <coughs> of the teaching talking about integrity, right? So this was exactly that apartment that I sold, the one bedroom apartment. I had a great price for it. I had, a, you know, I had, it was, uh, it was amazing, but there's a lot of work that went into this. And uh, I wanna just bring you back to what motivates me to do this remodeling. 
It is in Isaiah 58.12. Can we go back to my slides, please? Why do I do what I do? Why am I so motivated to, to transform as a space? I, I told you, this is a part of something that God has given me, that creativity, I love it. I absolutely love it. But there are threefold purposes in our real estate business. To enjoy financial peace, but I also believe it is God's mandate to take territory literally and to manifest His kingdom in the region. For me, remodeling is like a restoration. It's like God's work in restoration. And so Isaiah 58, 12, for me, I take it literally and I execute it, I implement it. Isaiah 58, 12, those from among you shall build the old waste places. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations and you shall be called the restorer of streets to dwell in. So I took that literally. You know, a lot of times we use this for uh, inner healing and all, all great, all fantastic, it's all good. I mean, I did inner healing as well and I, and, and I love that ministry that I had benefited so much from. It's called Restoring the Foundations. This is where I learned about that verse. I was like 12, 14 years ago. But um, later on, the Lord moved me on and said, hey, you know what? It's not just a spiritual thing. This can be executed, implemented and rolled out through real estate. So that was the purpose that we had in doing our business. You cannot serve both God and Mammon, but you can serve <coughs> God's purposes with Mammon. Know your source. Know your source. Know that He is your source. God is your source. Know that our God wants, to have, wants us to have abundance, financial freedom and peace. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth. Deuteronomy 18, 8, 18. Now, I want to correct a few common misconceptions. I think a lot of you already know this, but then the new people that have just joined us, the new kings that have joined us today, I don't know if you have heard about this. I just want to drive home the point. Money is often wrongly coded as the root of all evil. This is a wrong citation. 1 Timothy 6, 10 to 11 says, it's the love of money. It's the love of money. That's the root of all evil. It is the love of money that has caused some to have strayed from the faith in greediness and so forth. It's the love of money. Okay, let's just get that straight. Read the Bible, pull out the words exactly before you start saying stuff to people. And yes, learn to master money or money will master you. You cannot serve two masters. Another misconception, God doesn't want us to have abundance. And then people quote all these different verses. First, let's look at 1 Timothy 6 to 17. 6 17. It says really clearly Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty, not to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Let them do good, let, them, let they be rich in, in good works, and so forth, storing up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come. Now, <coughs> it is not saying you can't be abundant, you cannot have abundance. It is saying, 
don't be haughty, don't be prideful, and don't trust in money, don't trust in riches. Do not put your trust in riches. Remember that uh, the rich young ruler, um, that rich young ruler that uh, came to Jesus and talked with him and all that, right? And Jesus said, give everything away and follow me, and then he didn't want to do it, right? But it's not about Jesus' command to ask him to give everything away because Jesus saw it in his heart that he placed his trust in his riches. That's what he couldn't give up. God knows the condition of our heart. And that's why this verse, look at it carefully. It says, don't be prideful and do not trust in riches. But people who do have wealth, believers who do have wealth, you are to be rich in good works. In fact, it is even here, it says, in the trust in the living God who gives us richly all things to enjoy. He wants to give us all things to enjoy. It is not a bad thing to want to enjoy good stuff. Again, check your heart motivation. Because you're doing a lot of stuff and you're successful and you enjoy good things, you don't have to feel guilty about that. You don't have to feel guilty about that. Just remember that our big purpose is always the kingdom. Do good. Be rich in good works. Ready to give, willing to share. We're storing up for themselves a good foundation. So wealth is considered important to be a good foundation. I've spent at least five minutes just reading this one, one verse with you. This is what you get when you have an attorney as a teacher. So, you're not to be haughty, you're not to trust in riches, but God does give us richly all things to enjoy, and if you have money, be rich in good works. It's a good thing because you are shoring up a good foundation for your legacy. Now, 2 Corinthians 9.8. Yes, God is more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace so that you will have more than enough of everything. More than enough of everything. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading the wrong Bible or, or somehow, you know, but as far as I'm concerned, I'm reading this. Uh, more than enough of everything. I'm taking it literally. It's for me, Y.E. Schmidt. If you don't want it, that's your problem, but I'm taking it. More than enough of everything. Every moment and in every way. Wow. You know, he's... We have a very generous God. That's how I feel. So it's not hard for me to be generous when I'm receiving such generosity from my God. You have permission to enjoy good things, to have financial peace and freedom. God gives us richly all things to enjoy so that we can be rich in good works. Now, Deuteronomy 28. Now, I have made, I have I can't say memorize, I'm, you know, like I, but I have declared, I have proclaimed Deuteronomy 28, 1 to 14 over my family for like 10 years, 12 years. And that's why we enjoy what we have. You know, standing on it, standing on, on the scripture and then applying, implementing. And it says right here, blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Blessed shall you be in the city and country coming in and going out. 
the Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand, and he will bless you in the land which the Lord is giving you. He's going to bless the work of your hand. And you need to believe that. You need to believe that if you work your hands, he's going to bless it. He will grant you plenty, 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 treasure, this and that, heaven's opening, etc. Why? Because he came to set us free, right? He came to set us free. And that includes the bondage of poverty and lack. He came to set us free from that. Psalm 34 says, those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. John 10.10 says, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Matthew 25.29 says, for to everyone who has, more will be given and he will have abundance. To everyone who has, more will be given and he will have abundance. God is our source and he has infinite resource. He wants to give us abundance, set us free, and with abundance, we can easily fulfill and implement his plans and purposes. Remember I said, wealth is a weapon of influence. Jesus paid the price for you to have an abundant life. And God wants to bless the work of your hands. God has given you the power to get wealth. He will bless the work of your hands. So put your hand to work and get it, okay? That's the Y.E. Schmidt part. Put your hand to work and go get it. Can't talk about wealth if you are not even getting it. Number four, work your hands. This is this part I so enjoy. Number, key number four, work your hands. Get strategies from God. Create new revenue streams. In the last few years, there's been a lot of that, and people talk about it, and that's great. That's great. Okay, that's all good. Yeah, and there are lots and lots and lots and lots today you know, where you can learn how to do this, learn how to do that, educate, excel, innovate, renovate. Even be opportunistic. Be shrewd. But you need to be working your hands to get wealth. Now, I have a few ideas. These are kind of my stuff that I put together. Just being very practical about how do you work your hands, how do you hustle. A few ideas here of new revenue streams for you to consider. Like I said, you know, it's one thing for us to be sitting here and just talk about theory, found, sound very fancy, awesome, great theology. Hey, come on, I want you to be coming back to me next year with testimony, okay? I want you to come back with testimony in 2021. Now. I know that Airbnb is going to go public very soon. And I heard, not heard, I read about it, watched it on news. They have actually managed to turn a profit during this time. Airbnb. And my tax advisor, who is based in Florida and, and um, Texas, I've started to go into the US to buy property. Um, he owns Airbnb in Florida, and he said that he has not had it vacant, not a single week has passed without having somebody in there. Airbnb has been booming. 
Okay, I think it's because people are feeling, okay, if I have to travel, I'd rather do Airbnb. I can't go into the hotels. I'd rather not go into the hotels because Airbnb in that space, I can control the space better. I mean, you know, these are all the reasons why Airbnb, Airbnb is working. Yeah, it's making money. So, <laughs> guess what? That is also another way to earn revenue. If you have an extra room, please declutter, clean it up, make it look good, price it accordingly, do Airbnb. You can rent it out, okay? And now, right now in the age of, of pandemic, you know what? Kids have to stay at home a lot. And I'm telling you, tutoring is so important because <laughs> parents are going nuts. Right? You know, it's like, you know, schools are on, schools are off, schools are on, schools are off. I mean, online education has exploded. And parents need all the help they can get. So you can get online and help tutor some kids, help them with some, some studying, some math, some English, whatever. You know, and it, can, it can be in your own country, it can be international. I mean, with online, there is no limit. There are no borders. Just go ahead and get it, you know, and just and just try that out. You can make a lot of money tutoring online, teaching kids. Now, virtual assistant jobs. Oh my gosh, I cannot thank Annette Pacheco enough. This will not be possible without Annette Pacheco. Guess what? I'm in Frankfurt, Germany. She's working for me in New Jersey. Wow. I mean, technology has made that possible. There are lots and lots of people that do have money working from home and they need help. And a lot of it has got to do with administration, organizing. If you will take, the, take that off them, they, will, they, can't, they can't wait to pay you. And Fiverr platform. Fiverr platform, that's a huge platform, I love it. You know, you can go there, offer your services, whether it's graphics, logo design, digital marketing, you know, writing, translation, video, animation, whatever. I was looking up the website just yesterday. And uh, there's just a lot of different ideas that you put your hands to work. Because of the pandemic, this is the crazy thing, because of the pandemic, a lot of online service demand has been brought forward 10 years selling things online. If you're good with like, I don't know, crafting stuff or, or you know, working with your hands, whatever, you know, the craft something, sell your crafts online. And I know, for instance, there's all these great eBay, Etsy, all these marketplace, online marketplaces. Lots of opportunities. Even the masks, the masks have become like fashion accessories. You know, uh, people will buy. If, if they look at something and it's desirable and you know how to make it look desirable, they will buy, they will spend it. And the other thing that I think is really good right now, okay, if you're not afraid to get your hands dirty, and please do not be afraid to get your hands dirty. If you need money and you're out of work, listen, organize and hire teams of people, those people who are out of work, okay? You can offer cleaning services. Cleaning services. Who doesn't need it now? a deep cleanse, a deep cleanse of any space at all, any space. People, need, people will pay for that, all right? Deep cleaning, disinfecting, all that kind of stuff in your neighborhood. And finally, I'm gonna come back to my wonderful chef, 
Valentina. Food delivery, she's doing so well. Food delivery. I mean, set up a page online, uh, I don't know, Instagram, whatever, you know. I, those sort of platforms have, the when you put out your, your food pictures, you get a lot of attention. Then monetize it. Monetize, oh yes, this is, oh gosh, thank you, Jesus. Monetize your passion. You like to cook? My gosh. Do something about it. Make it, make, make it work for you. Monetize it. If you like to cook, make sure you put up a website, go on Instagram, start selling food that can make you money. I like, re I like watching TV. I like watching CNBC. And at some point in time, I, you know, I felt, why am I not making money watching TV? Why am I not making money watching HG, uh, HGTV? I, I love, 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 love watching all those reality TV series. Uh, the, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, flip or flop. Yes. Oh my gosh. Christina and Tarek in California. I learned so much about remodeling spaces through them. Through them. And I started thinking, why am I sitting on my ass on the couch watching them and not doing anything about it? And that's when I started going into the remodeling business. Or, and, and I realized, oh my gosh, I have a real talent for this. You know, but <laughs> I wouldn't have known if I didn't try it. And it's the same with, with the stock market. I'm like, I'm watching this. I'm really hungry to listen to commercial news, to listen to business news. And, I, and, and because, you know, I'm in Germany. And I can't, I'm not doing what I used to do. I used to be an attorney. Again, like I said, because I'm a polymath, my brain is going very fast. I need to learn. I need, I'm hungry to learn. I want to learn new stuff. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's not my native language. I'm not able to work as an attorney like I used to before, right? And so I started watching CNBC. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's, I really miss this, all this business news, how these companies are able to excel and build and, and do so well. Gosh, you know, I want to learn all that. And then I'm thinking to myself, gee, why am I not monetizing all this knowledge that I have? If these guys are able to watch a needle go up and down and make money, I can do the same thing. I did the same thing. Monetize your passion. Jacob was a master hustler. Master hustler. We talked about him before. He's a master hustler. So, and Jesus had a trade. He was a carpenter. Paul was a tent maker. What's a tent maker today? He's a real estate developer. That's how I see it. Now, this is really important. I, it kind of came out when I was inter interviewed a few weeks ago on uh, an online summit. A lot of people like to say, oh, multiple streams of income, blah, 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 blah. You know, it sounds so fancy. Oh, I'm trying to develop multiple streams of income. Now, don't start something new until you have succeeded in one. Don't start something new until you have succeeded in one, un until you have succeeded in being profitable in one or you will be bankrupt multiple ways. There is a profitability learning curve. And I put out that post and it, there was a lot of resonance on it. There is a process to success. It takes time to become good at something. And there is a learning curve involved. 
how you learn to be good at something. Once you're good at something, you have somehow you've got it inside of you, that DNA is in you. Okay, I know I need to be tweaking, I know I need to be executing, I know I need to get better. And once you're able to succeed in one, you will be able to transfer that skill set and that toolbox to something else. And then you are creating multiple streams of profitable revenue. There are no shortcuts to success. This is something that I, this is a post that I put out last year, 2019. It was really funny how I managed to make uh, $13,000 in five days in a trade with Beyond Meat. So um, this is like from last year's figures. And uh, I have to say this year, crazy enough, because I've been extremely opportunistic during my trading, I've made a lot of money. I've made a lot of money. You're free to ask me how much later on during Q&A if you want to, okay? And I can give you the specifics during Q&A. But uh, let me tell you that um, my trading record this year has been through the roof. I was actually down 30 to 40% in the early part of the year because I had to liquidate huge losses. Yeah, I actually made half a mil, half a mil losses, okay? Losses. But now, we're in November, I've already exceeded my after-tax profit target by 40% so far. Are you struggling with knowing your purpose and higher calling in life? Did you know God wants you to be a strategic and powerful leader on this earth and to build wealth for the kingdom? Multimillionaire global investor Yi Schmidt wants to help you become all this and more. In this book, you will be activated in your identity as kings. Learn to boldly battle, succeed in life, and recover your ordained sphere of influence. Learn powerful keys to unlock wealth building for your family and God's kingdom. Be initiated into the lost tribe of kings, rising to reign and rule alongside Jesus, the King of Kings. This book will propel you to flourish in life and attain generational wealth. Are you ready?